0: I'm here with um law x you know uh recording artist rapper filmmaker how are you doing today
1: i'm cool and bro how are you thanks for having
0: me man most definitely so like um you recently just dropped the love drug series you know yeah, it's yeah. everything like you know uh, this is my first time interviewing you let's start from the beginning like um i was reading your imdb bio and say you were actually born in london
1: yeah yeah i was born here a long time ago so yeah, I was raised in an America and I just decided to, uh, you know, come back. And I think I left like right in the nigga time like right before COVID, maybe like a year before COVID. So I was able to experience London before shit went crazy. You know what I mean? But uh yeah, so I'm out here still out here at the moment. So South you, London. So you were actually like uh, raised in VA though. I was raised in Virginia, then I moved to uh Georgia, then I went back to Virginia, then I went to California. And then I just get bored quick, you know what I mean. So I don't really like being places too long. I'm bored now, really. I'm ready to go to Spain or something, you know what I mean? But um, yeah. So we're in London now.
0: It's <laughs> dope, man. And um, you know, like I um, remember like you know your your earlier work, you know, uh, like you know half a bird, and like yeah. you know, like you know um, the love drug series is a departure from that because I mm-hmm. feel like you know that work I would consider trap music, but this is like more of an emo project.
1: Yeah, definitely, it's emo rap, emo rap album. You know what I mean? So it's definitely different from the things I've been doing, and um, really, I've been doing, you know, I've been rapping since I was a, a youngin. You know, inspired by like Tupac, all the greats, the Nas, the Jay Zs, all of that. So that's how I've been rapping. Like that's what I was raised on that type of music. But after a while, I get old, we get tired of rapping about the same shit. So what, when I got introduced to emo rap, it was it was a it was a rebirth for me. You know what I'm saying? And it was just a way to uh, really channel other energies like and be vulnerable with the music and talk about women and talk about my feelings and shit like that. And it's just, it's just like real soulful, you know what I'm saying? Like another thing, like I was raised on 70s music and you can't really recreate that. But for, but for me, like emo rap is the closest thing to that, like for a rap artist, like to create like soulful music in, in, that, in that style. So yeah, put out uh, Love Drug, volume one, volume two, I really was just recording all 2020. Uh, I got, I don't know, probably did like 50, 60 records. And then, so I got Love, Drug, and then I got a few other ones I'm gonna put out, uh, probably two more albums I'm gonna drop at the end of the year because I just want to get his music out and then start the 2022 era, you know what I mean? Uh,
0: you know, like a lot of people like may not know, like though, you wear like a lot of different hats. You know, you, you direct, you edit, you know you've edited videos for a lot of like you know different rappers you know from like king combs and stuff how do you like balance you know being able to make music and like you know you know do all these different things like acting
1: uh shit. how do i balance it i don't know really it's just really about just goddamn doing what you want to do and honestly music and 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 acting is really like the the, the main things that i do really i started doing other things because you know, I, like you said, I wear a lot of hats and sometimes to get shit done, you got to do it yourself. So that's how I ended up wearing all these hats and directing and editing and color grading and I didn't do did makeup before on my own set. You know what I mean? So you just got to do what you got to do to get it done. And and doing these things position you in a better position to, for what you're really trying to do. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm editing for, like you said, King Combs or, or Rick Ross or Lil Boosie or, you know what I'm saying? Now I can have a different conversation with these people. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just saying I rap, I can say Yo, I did your video. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a different different way to get in
0: the game. We're just trying to get in how we can get in, get in what we fit in. You know what I mean? As though how is uh, living in London, you know, uh, influenced the music? Cause I feel like you know what I mean, it's a it's a different vibe. Like you know, stuff everything. Like when I when I watch your new videos and like you know, listen to the music, the Love Drug series specifically.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely it's definitely different. I mean, I think just traveling the world, period. Like you're just gonna be introduced to new things, new people. The currency is different. The way people talk different. The terminology, like, it just your brain. Your brain is a sponge. You just soak all these things in, and it's gonna come out. You know what I'm saying? So it comes out in music. It comes out in whatever art form you create. So that that's one uh, thing I would say to to anybody, really, but but especially artists, is to see the world, meet different people, like have conversations with a, a random white man from from Paris. Like you know what I'm saying? Just like talk to these people be around these people and like visiting is one thing, but like when you live somewhere, you start to like, you know what I mean? Really see what's going on. And then, like I said, it comes out in in your art. So that's pretty much what Love Drug is. But like, so Love Drug is really like all about females, honestly, my experience with females. And And it's been like my experience with European females, you know what I'm saying? But prior to this, it's been I had I dropped an album called She, that was about a woman in Los Angeles. I dropped an album called Ninety Nine Problems that was just about various women. Like so this ain't the first time I've done this, you know what I'm saying? But this is the first time that I've done it in the genre of emo rap where, where I think it belongs, you know what I'm saying? So I will continue to to push on the genre of emo rap. And I also just put together a band, which I'm really excited about because all of this music is really like band-heavy music, like very instrumentational. The guitars, the the, the bass, the, the the drums, is crazy. Like, and you know, when you see it live, you know what I mean? So it's really coming together right now.
0: Did you uh, like worry about like alienating, like, you know, your core fan base because you've released a lot of like trap records previously in the past and like, you know, uh, making, You know, something so like sonically different feeling like, you know, the people who like rock with you, like they're like uh, they're not trying to listen to emo rap.
1: Yeah, I understand that. They definitely not. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They definitely not going to get it. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, um, as an artist, you just got to do what you feel. You know what I mean? So you can ask anybody that like any 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 artist has been around for years. Like take take a Nas who's been around since the early 90s. Like, he can't still rap about, like, he can't still rap Illmatic, even though people want that. They want another Illmatic. But we in 2021, our artist's going to evolve. Like, I can't evolve making the same music. But the thing is, I can still do that. So I can turn that channel on, too. And I am doing that. I have an uh, a album dropping called Glitter Man, where I'll give you that street shit, that trap shit. And it's, it's enhanced and advanced at this point. I'm going to just say that, you know what I mean?
0: Man, I'm really uh, like fucking with the love drug series and stuff. I love like you know songs like Hell Below. It has a video yeah. and you know it's uh, shot in London and stuff and everything. You know, uh, yeah. what what was like you know uh, like you know? Can you tell me like a little bit about shooting a video? Like you know, coming up with the ideas for the song.
1: <clears throat> well, like you said, like me and you. One thing you probably didn't mention it, me and you, you was in. Uh,
0: that's how we met.
1: You was the actor and uh, one of my uh, film series that I did in 2014. I released it later on in life, but we shot it in 2014. And um, yeah, so that was storylines, that was characters, and like a bunch of shit going on, you know what I mean? We hiring extras and, you know, renting out jail cells and all of that shit. With this one, I didn't really want to do all of that. I just wanted to just, what I feel, boom, I want to shoot there, let's shoot there right now, you know what I'm saying? We ain't hiring this and that and doing like all the shenanigans. You know what I'm saying? We just turn the camera on, This where we're shooting at. You know what I mean? So that that's basically what I've been doing with, with the with the Love Drug, you know, series. Just, you know, basically doing simple videos, simple effective videos, basically.
0: Most definitely. And uh yeah, when the day gets dark, man, that was very impressive uh web series. I was surprised like you know, that it finally came out you know, uh, <laughs> Amazon Prime and stuff, you just hit me over Instagram one day, like, randomly, like, I was like, I hadn't heard from you in, like, years. You know, because like, a lot of people, uh, like, you know, as an actor, tell you, like, that the projects and stuff, and everything, you know, they're going to come out on platforms, but you actually yeah. did that. Uh, right. One of the, the lead actors uh, in the web series, Amal Amin, you ended yeah. up, like, releasing a diss record, you yeah. know, like, one of the most vicious diss records that I've I've heard uh, like you know, I mean, it's it's up there. Like you know what I mean and stuff everything. like you know, uh, I think it's called generational leader. Uh, can right. you talk about that a little bit?
1: Uh, with, with me, like with my art, like my art is uh, like even with love drug, you know, it's about experiences with people, and that can be through love. It could be through whatever my experience is with you. You know what I'm saying? It could be good or bad. You know what I mean? So that would that just happen to be bad. <laughs> he, did. he just rubbed me the wrong way and I'm gonna just express myself. You know what I mean? And I don't really try to do these things. It's not like I sat down one day and said, I'm gonna write a song about a melamine. Like it just comes to me. Like I had a situation with you and I turn on a beat. You know what I mean? It just connects. And then here we are. I got generational leader. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think he probably still mad about that, but <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> was,
0: was a hard diss. Like yeah. you everything like, um, and I guess it stemmed over like you know, you you were asking him like you know for advice about like acting and like you you didn't like his response.
1: Uh no, nah, I won't really ask him for advice about acting, even though I would, you know what I'm saying, because he's been doing acting before me, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and the reason why I even would come to him because he's from you know the UK too. So I would ask some things about the London uh you know experience, just period, you know what I'm saying? Cause you from here. We got mutual friends, we from the same place, you know what I mean? So long story short man I just like some people get on and they uh they lose sight of, of what's real you know what i'm saying and like uh, especially with actors you know what i'm saying they get their head blown up but think about it like there's a lot of rappers i mean actors that came out in the 90s that were big like, in this movie that movie this movie you don't hear from them no more you know what i'm saying they just disappeared drop off and never heard them heard from them again but like so with Amel, I think the shit just got into his head that he like better than people, you know what I'm saying? And, and so why the, why the reason uh, why I named a generational leader, because that's what he said to me. Like, it's a text message. <laughs> he said that he's a generational leader. And I'm like, nigga, what? Like, Tupac is a generational leader. Nipsey Hussle is a generational leader. I could walk down the street and ask 35 people in a row who a Melamine is, and they might not even know who the fuck you are, nigga. So like, so don't even talk, don't tell me that you're a generational leader. especially when i put you in my film you know what i'm saying that i wrote I the same one that you and wrote directed produced put you in a movie you know what i'm saying talking to me like i'm some lame-ass nigga. you know what i'm saying i just want feeling it you know what i'm saying so i just had to do what i had to do (laughs)
0: like though uh you're doing your thing though like i saw like um you uh acted on an episode of swat like uh, yeah. and stuff, and I was really uh, proud of you. That was like pretty dope. Uh, it's uh, the, the guy from uh, Criminal Minds. You have a role opposite of him. That's pretty yeah. Shamar Moore. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, it was a cool experience, you know what I mean? Shamar was very cool on set. That was my first time being on like a real set, you know what I'm saying? And he was, he was cool. Right? And I was asking him for advice. Like anybody that's been doing acting longer than me, I'm gonna ask you. Like, I'm gonna be like, you know what I mean? Tell me what, you know what I mean? Tell me anything. And one thing he said was just do you. You know what I'm saying? Just do you. Like, same thing. I did another movie with Candyman. Like, this, this, this is why, um, you know, it, it's kind of like, it, it's surreal sometimes doing these films with these people because you like, raised on these movies. I was raised watching Candyman. Now I'm on set with Candyman. Uh, Tony Todd, right? So I asked him the same thing. I'm like, boy, like, just tell me anything. Like, any type of advice you can give me. And he, said, he just said, just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they'll just give you, like, little bars, like, you know what I'm saying? But it's up to you what you take, take with it. You know what I'm saying? What you, you know what I mean, how you take it or whatever. Right. And then you got some people you might ask and they might really sit down and tell you, you know what I'm saying? Boom, this how this go, this how that go. And at this point, I got my own stories, you know what I'm saying? Because this, this acting shit is not easy. Like, it, it's not easy getting on TV, it's not easy. Like, a lot of people don't know, like, getting past the casting director is one stage. They, everybody think they need to please the casting director, and it's true but you got to get to the producer. The producer got to give it to their producer. Like it's a lot of stages you got to go through to get like a recurrent role on TV. You know what I'm saying? So anybody that's made that you know, accomplishment, man, like it's really a good thing. But like, when once you like knock down that door, it's easy for you then. Cause now you're getting hired based off your previous work. Now you getting hired just cause you was in that. Now you ain't got to go through all of the stress as much anymore. Like they're going to cast you now just cause you was in so-and-so film, you know what I mean? That's how this acting shit work,
0: Right, yeah, it's the importance of, like, you know, having an audience. I don't think, like, uh, a lot of people, like, necessarily, like, realize that, like, you know, if you show up for an audition and no one's ever heard of you, like, you know, you'd right. be the greatest a- actor in the world, but, like, right. you know, you're going to go with the person and stuff and everything who has an audience, you know, who, like, they're going to most likely work with and stuff and everything. Man, uh, back, though, to the Love Drug series, man, I, I really love, you know, like um, – the drugs, like references, you know, and stuff, yeah. and everything, like, you know, songs like Still Faded, like, you know, stuff, and everything. Are you like, you know, really like, you know, experimenting with drugs over there in the UK?
1: Well, the thing about the, the, the album Love Drug, well, let, let's back up a little bit. So emo rap is that, though. Emo rap is, is talking about drugs, it's talking about love, it's talking about loneliness, it's talking about pain, it's talking about depression, it's talking about the things people don't want to talk about, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, man, every, a lot, I am gonna say everybody. But a lot of people in Hollywood, a lot of people in the industry, they on drugs. <laughs> they on cocaine. They on mushrooms. They, if you look at like some of these movies or even commercials, you'll see like little images of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you might not notice it. You know what I'm saying? Just like normally watching it, where well, you could watch a normal commercial today and it'd be some mu- or a little a little midget pop out from the goddamn sewer or some shit. That's some mushroom shit they doing. Like you probably won't notice it though until until you like start seeing these type of things. So. One of the monikers I do go by is Glitter Man, you know what I'm saying? Cause so like the mushroom, that's a whole nother conversation. And we really have to like schedule a whole nother interview for that. You know what I'm saying? But, but you know, I definitely uh you know have had my have, had my experiences.